You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Draft night. We're coming at you with yet another show on the Orange and Black Insider, Three and Out, Cincy Jungle. Uh, hope to be joined by maybe a couple others in the near future. We will see right now, and I'm using my periphery here. Uh, right now, we are on, I think, pick 22 as we took, uh, took take the air, Jason Garrison. Um, and no tight ends have been selected. I think two cornerbacks. Uh, yeah, two two Four, cornerbacks, two and they weren't the ones. Uh, no, no, three, three, three. Yeah, okay. Forbes, and then um, Forbes Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, and Christian yeah. Gonzalez just got just got selected. Yeah, and then Seahawks took one at five. So yep. yeah, um, but as we as uh, only two wide receivers, um, quarterbacks went early, but Will Levis, I believe, is still available at this point in time. So that's kind of a shocker. A lot of different things going on and a lot of different possibilities for the Cincinnati Bengals. And speaking of possibilities, there are a lot of different possi- great possibilities in terms of Bengals podcasts, live shows, all kinds of different things across all kinds of platforms. Great fans, great content creators, um, and, and want to give a shout out to all of them, but also want to give a shout out to those of you who tune in live, listen after the fact to ourselves We've been uh, trying to give you all kinds of different content, um, interviews with some special guests. We had Lee Steinberg this week, Mohamed Sanu earlier this evening, and of course, some analysis from our, our, our creators at Cincy Jungle, myself, John Sheeran, Jason Garrison, and Matt Minnick, many, many others. So hopefully you've been enjoying that. But it is draft night. Uh, we are on pick 22, I believe. The pick is in for the Baltimore Ravens. If I, or no, they're still on the clock, I believe, at this point. Um, so this is a very intriguing pick. We'll have to see where they go with this. Might they get, like, the 28th tight end that they have on their roster? I don't know. <laughs> Michael Mayer, Dalton Kincaid still available, Jason. Yep. Um, I don't know. Who are some of your favorites as we sit here at pick 22? Favorites for the like, Bengals? As we, well, as we just, just kind of, yeah, best sure. available. I mean, Kansi yeah. gone. Forbes yeah, gone. gone. Forbes is gone. Yeah. Yeah. I like Joey Porter Jr. Uh, I'm surprised he's still. I'm surprised that Forbes went before him. Uh, uh, I also like Deontay Banks, the cornerback, and then Mayer and Kincaid are still there. Uh, I figured, I figured Kincaid would go early, and then I think a lot of people have Mayer going to Dallas. But I could see a situation where both of them are available and the Bengals go on the clock. This has been kind of wild. So there's been four trades in the first round. Trades, yep. yeah. So it's been it's been a little nuts. Um, and then some players went earlier than I thought. Some players that I thought would be gone fell. So I know it's the same as every year, but it's uh, it's fun. Even though he's cleared, I think the medicals from Kincaid are scaring some teams, yeah. uh, as well as maybe some limitations as a inline blocker potentially. But he's a he's a heck of a fun weapon. And then you look at you know we talked about Forbes being gone. We talked about Cansey uh, being gone. Jameer Gibbs went. Yep. Very yeah, that was another one too. Right. Yeah, what, 12 overall, I think? Yep. Um, very, very early. So that one was kind of a shocker. And then, of course, you know, we're, we're waiting on a couple of other picks here. But, um, you know, some still some good options available. Darn, uh, Darnell Wright went yep. pretty early as well. Um, you know, I, a guy I think a lot of people like. I, I want to get your take because it's the most uh, – before, obviously, the Ravens make their pick here. But it's the most pertinent pick in terms of interest to the Bengals. 
at this point. That is what the Steelers did to trade up to get Broderick Jones. Yeah. Big, big tackle. I, you know, I as much as I dislike the Steelers, I respect that pick. And that is a very, very Pittsburgh pick. And I mean that in the most complimentary way. Yeah. Yeah, they moving up over the Jets. I think that everyone pretty much knew the Jets were looking at an offensive tackle, and uh, that's the only way, as far as I know, that Pittsburgh could guarantee they would get their guy in Broderick Jones. Um, and you know they have the thirty-second pick, which this year is the first pick of the second round because Miami forfeited their pick. But uh, there, and I still would have thought you know guys like Anton Harrison would be available for them at thirty-two, but they must have. I mean, Jones fell. Broderick Jones fell, so they saw it as their opportunity to go get him. So, and I think they just gave up a fourth, which is not much. Not much. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good deal for them. We're waiting on an official word from the Baltimore Ravens. I believe um, I, my TV feed is a little bit behind yeah. keeping an eye on it out of the corner. So hopefully um, it'll come through here, but uh, Ravens having a big night, regardless of who they pick Jason yep. Garrison, because oh, yeah. as far away as Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens seem to be, they came to a big contract agreement this evening, shortly before the draft. It is, it, it, it shocks me what happens because there is this frenzy in March and a frenzy leading up to March for free agency. And then there's this like doldrums where nobody yeah. does anything and oh, there, everybody's at an impasse. Oh, nobody's doing it. And then all of a sudden draft weekend and everybody kind of comes together again. And then it's, we got to get this stuff together. And yeah. finally the Ravens get uh, I, I, Robert Griffin talking about the Ravens right now. Do I, I don't know if I want to hear what he has to say. I know he's got Ravens ties. I don't no. know if I can hear what he's saying here, but uh, respect him. But oh man, I know he's very pro Lamar Jackson, pro Baltimore. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Well, Regardless, um, it always surprises me, man. Like, I mean, come on, where are you, where have you guys been for the last month? You know? Oh, I know. I know. They just took Zay Flowers. I don't know if that okay. showed up for you. So this, this, another wide receiver. This is as much as the offensive lineman and move up by the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers is a Steelers pick. This is a Baltimore Ravens pick. Yes, a wide is. receiver in yep. the 20s. Every yep. time. Oh, my gosh. So yep. this, I, you know, and, and I was on another show, the great guys from Bengals and Brews and uh, Strawberry Ice earlier this evening for a little bit. Had a heck of a fun time with them. One of the things that I just keep going back to is how much, I don't know what, whatever you want to call it, divisional chess, I guess, do you want to play right. if you're the Bengals, right? So now you – Browns don't pick till late tomorrow. But right. if you're the – and quite honestly, right now, the Ravens, no disrespect to the Browns or the Steelers necessarily, but the Ravens seem to be kind of your biggest in-division competition. And so now you go, okay – you know, do you, do you counter some of these moves here? Is it pass rusher? Is it, um, you know, corner now for the Bengals because of what the, the those two teams did? Because you're playing right. them at least twice, as we've seen a number of times in the past handful of years, three times a year sometimes. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, with Baltimore, I, I agree with you. Baltimore is the Bengals' biggest competition right now for the division. Um, and nothing, like you said, nothing against Pittsburgh or Cleveland. They're just in a different spot right now, I think. Pittsburgh is still kind of on the tail end of rebuilding a little bit. And uh, I, I don't know what's Browns, going on. Browns are a flip of a coin, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, they could be great. They could be terrible. Who right, knows? It's the right. Browns. They're going right. to do Browns things. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, you could, you could kind of see it one of two ways. Hey, let's stock up on a tight end like Mayer or Kincaid if, if both or either of them are available and we'll score 400 points a game and then it won't matter. Or, Let's take a cornerback because guys like Porter and um, and uh, Banks are falling, you know, and we'll counteract the drafting of Zay Flowers and the signing of Odell Beckham Jr. for the Ravens. So I don't know. I could see it going either way. Um, this, I mean, this, the things kind of worked out well for when it comes to depth for the Bengals. Cornerback is bad. Depth for cornerback is bad, and some big names have fallen. And tight end depth is bad and the two best tight ends on the draft were still available, which is surprising to me. So, um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. This whole, this, this has been a weird night. It has been a weird night. And here's, here's the other thing I see. Someone said that Porter's going to the Vikings here. I don't know. We'll, we'll have yeah. to get some confirmation of that. Also saw Levis to the Vikings. So we'll have to see exactly what happens there, but 
Here's the thing, man. I think Nolan Smith is still available, right? Um, he is. Nolan Smith yeah. is still available. Yeah. And it could be one of those things where you say, yeah, just take the best player available, and it's got to be him. I mean, hyper athletic, yep. smaller, hyper athletic. You know, a guy that I think Lou, you know, Lou Anarumo would just have a field day with a guy like that. But, oh yeah. Um, you know, you kind of you kind of wonder is he a tweener? What do you what do you do with him in the league? But if you have a good defensive coordinator and you're picking late in the first round, those are kind of those yeah you know project guys that have all the tools that have all the athleticism that you go oh, man this is this is the guy we want to work with right. Yep. And a good defensive coordinator finds a way to use a guy like that. You know, finds a way to put him in there where he'll in situations uh, where he'll succeed. Um, yeah, I, and then I think that there's four Bengals defensive players under contract after 2024. Uh, this is we're heading into the contract year for DJ Reader. We're heading. I think next year is the contract year for um, Trey Hendrickson. And if they sign Joe Burrow, well, they will sign Joe Burrow to a big, big extension. You know, I don't know if they'll have the money to pay Reader or Hendrickson to stick around for another few years or find another replacement in free agency. So a guy like Nolan Smith could be huge for them, even if he doesn't contribute a ton this year, kind of like Dax Hill didn't contribute last year. Right. So I brought this up in our pregame or pre-draft show, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of becoming a little bit more – of a possibility, not a reality, a possibility, but branch the safety out of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Another one of those, you know, mix them around, especially when you don't have Trey flowers under contract, you lost both of your safeties. Is he a guy now at the back end of the first where you go, well, who knows, man? I mean, who knows what's going to happen to these next handful of picks in terms of tight end. Does don't Nolan Smith get grabbed, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Maybe he's a guy, even though they don't value that safety position, maybe he's just that swing guy where you go, hey, maybe he and Dax, even though they do a lot of similar things, maybe they can fill the role of essentially two or three different players that they lost, right, right. With, between kind of the guy that can get into the, the slot or the in-the-box area, help out with covering tight ends, the bigger slot-wide receivers, that sort of thing. Of course, give you some run support, but also maybe play – a little bit back in safety for you too. I, I don't know. Maybe that pick makes sense if, yeah. if the if the tight ends go. If Nolan Smith is gone, I don't know. But we've only got a few more picks here. What are we at? Twenty three. Twenty three. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, I'll tell you another thing too. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to no. say I'll, t- I'll tell you another thing too. Uh, New Orleans selects right after the Bengals do, and if Will Levis is still available, uh, and that's probably Orleans- where he's going. Yeah, I would, I would think so, but they did sign Derek Carr. But if he's if they're not interested, or if oh. or if if someone thinks they are interested, they want to jump New Orleans. I could see a situation if there's a bunch of talent left over. If Dalton Kincaid and Mayer are still there, the Bengals might trade back a couple spots and just figure one of those guys will still be there. I, I don't know. I don't know. Are this you, is uh, are, you, are you saying they're going to trade out of the first round, Jason? I don't want them to. I don't that want would them to. just throw an entire wrench. <laughs> I know. Our entire. <laughs> I know. We just have wasted a bunch of time. I don't want them to. I'm just saying. Oh man! It's, and that it's would make tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I mean, hey, better the team all you want, but that would make tomorrow a logistical nightmare. Uh, oh for, yeah. For us personally, let's just yeah. uh, let's. Just, you know, I as much I do think that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but I do think also. There are some guys that are falling that probably yeah. not a lot of people thought they would. At least us dummies on this side of the computer screen didn't think they would fall. Right. You know, you know, your porters and your Nolan Smith, that sort of thing. And so here, here's the thing, too, Jason, that we've noticed, at least in last year's draft class, the first couple of draft classes under the Zach Taylor regime were really need production and need based, right? right? It was, I mean, you got to get Joe Burrow. You got to get T Higgins. You got to get Logan Wilson. You got it. It's like, you got to round out the roster, right? I got a kid crying. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're good. Uh, but now the last, co- this, this class last year was especially toolsy and, or, you know, metrics, how they, how they tested. Yeah. So what you know, I'm curious to see what direction they go this year. If that's, if they rely on the RAS, if they rely on that sort of stuff going forward in this year's class as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I know that they're, you know, they like to draft athletes. There's a lot of athletes. They're still available. Um, There's a lot of different ways this could go. You know, I mean, they drafted Dax Hill last year with the first or with their first round pick. And I think just kind of fully knowing he wouldn't 
really contribute. So uh, they could be looking to do the same thing. I don't know. Uh, looks like Minnesota's pick is in. So I think, yeah, I think someone said Porter to the Vikings. It'd be interesting to see Porter come to Cincinnati. Uh, and then what his father, Joey Porter Sr., who's one of my least favorite football players in the history of but let him wear the jersey. Jason. I know that's let the thing. The that's the thing. As I, I'd have to start liking him, you know. But man, I don't like Joey Porter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll see if uh, Jeffrey Turner, or I'm sorry, William Goyner, Goyer, says Porter to the nope. Vikings. We'll see if that Jordan that Addison. Way? Jordan Addison. Yep. They got to replace. That's my uh, guy. I, I, I like Addison a lot. That's yep. my guy. They got to uh, replace. They got to replace um, Adam uh, Thielen, I guess. Yep. Yep. So here we are, pick twenty-four, handful of picks away from the Cincinnati Bengals. I do not see a move up, or see no. a move up rather. Um, I think it's more going to be a move back, stay put, and see who falls to you. But right now, I know you don't have Forbes. I know you don't have Cancy, but you, right. you you gotta feel pretty good that you got at this point. I don't think Michael Mayer makes it past Dallas. No, I don't think at, so. Either. At twenty six, I, I I think you know with the comps of you know maybe a, a Jason Witten light that sort of thing. It's just kind of like that. Right. Just seems like that's just their wheelhouse, right? Right. Um, but uh, you know, right now as it stands with what four picks were made, you know, yep. three picks before they pick, right? Um, no, 24, 25, 26, 27. So four yeah, picks four and picks. then they pick. Um, you know, you kind of feel like, wow, man, um, both top tight ends, Nolan Smith's still out there, Joey Porter's still out there. Yep. Unless all four of those guys go in the next four right. picks, you're kind of like, wow. Um, so we'll, we'll see. And up next is Giants. Uh, the Giants. That'll be yeah. an intriguing pick as well. I would um, think that they would need a wide receiver badly. But they may go tight end as well, though. Yeah, they could. I could see Dalton Kincaid going here. Um, oh, it hurts my heart, Jason. That yeah, I know. Heart, I Is that what? Well, so when you said that that you know which one, I'm assuming that that meant that meant you would want Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid is one of my favorite players in the draft. I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I am scared by the medicals. I'm scared. By those sort of, you know, anytime someone comes in and he's older, yeah, right? So right. that kind of stuff. But I watched a lot of him the past two years in the Pac-12, and I just saw a guy that just could go, could could stretch stretch the field on the boundary. He yeah. was a, a menace in the slot. He did. He's not that big of a blocker, but you lined him up in H back at times. At least the Utes did. Mm-hmm. He had some effectiveness at times there. That's not what you're going to want him to do. I mean, what you're going to want him to do is be the third down chain mover guy, the, right. the, the red zone. Don't settle for an Evan McPherson field goal. Get it in the end zone with a, you know, a nine yard strike to this guy. He's just a weapon, man. Um, I, right. you know, I, I don't, he's not the same caliber player as a Kyle Pitts, but he has those, he has some receiving traits like that, right? I mean, right. he's, he, you can move him around a little bit. He's he's pretty athletic. I think I honestly think that if he tested and tested at least above average to pretty well, he probably would have been a top sixteen pick in this in this first that. round. Um, but that. he just didn't test, and teams are kind of freaked out by all of that. So I think you know they're they're going to back off uh, on that. Right. But um, you know, I think I think again, I hate I hate this time of year when you use all these like metaphors and cliches and all that kind of stuff. But Mayor's the guy that has. The higher floor, maybe lower ceiling at the tight right. end, right? And just right. sure thing can do a little bit more, right? But I He's think Kincaid's the guy that you see from successful playoff teams where right. you go, oh man, you know, like oh, J- Jamar Chase got clamped down, or what? You know, you go, who's who's that next guy? And you go, here's the guy across the seam. Yep. Here's the guy coming out of the flat and, and turns a, a, a three yard pass into a sixteen yard game. You know, right? That's that's the guy I see Kincaid as. 
Um, I, I think Mayer can do a lot of things. I think he can be very effective at the next level, but I, I just, I, I, I favor Kincaid a little bit more and maybe it's just because I've watched a little bit more of him admittedly, but that's, right. that's the guy, you know, that's the guy I just favor a little bit more. So I think with Mayer, I mean, you definitely have a higher floor, but a little bit lower of a ceiling with uh, Kincaid, you have a higher ceiling, but you know, there's more of a potential for a bust injury, uh, or right, a, injury yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to your point, think about last year with the AFC championship game, when Tyler Boyd went out and the chiefs defense decided we're just going to double team Higgins and chase, and then nobody's going to get open, which is exactly what happened. We couldn't run the ball that game. Think about what the team is like with Dalton Kincaid at tight end instead of, who Whoever. are you going to defend? I know that's the thing. I mean, that's it's just you have to leave somebody in single coverage, or a linebacker is going to cover and, somebody. And then let's just assume, Jason, that let's just say they go tight end here, right? Yeah. And then maybe they go what they did last year, where they went corner in second or defensive line in the second, that sort of thing. And then in the third or fourth round, you get another, you know, Israel Abakananda or uh, you know sure. one of these guys where you're like, hey. Who can fill the Samaj P. Ryan role and maybe do so with a little bit higher athletic profile? We right. talked, uh, John and I talked uh, last night about Rashawn Johnson uh, mm-hmm. from Texas, a guy that I have a lot of questions about him. Right. But I feel like he is, he's not as big, he's not the squatty type that, that P. Ryan was or is, but he's a little taller. He's still got that bulk 220 plus, mm-hmm. and he's got that. Just enough wiggle where it's like the first guy's not bringing me down, right? Right. And 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 you know, just think about if they, if they bring in another potentially. And I like Pirine. Don't get me wrong; yeah. I liked him a lot. But let's just say you bring in a guy that you feel like is even a, a marginal upgrade because of the athletic profile, and right. you have a tight end along with Irv Smith. You know, so you've got Irv Smith, you got Dalton Kincaid. Even if you keep mixing in whatever you do with his contract, you got mixing, you got an, a supplemental running back to, to yep. fill the P Ryan role. You got Chase. You got, I mean, who are you, what are you going to do if you're an opposing I defense? Know. I don't know. Get to Burrow as fast as you can and hope, you know, yeah, hope Mike, that you can get there. Mike Asbury here, Ty J Spears, I think, uh, another guy from yep. Tulane that um, I like. Could be. I like Ty J Spears a lot. Why? Why? Tell me why. Well, I, I do too, but tell me why you like him. I watched him play uh, against you. Don't tell me the USC. Don't tell me the USC uh-huh. game. No, no, no. I watched him play against the University of Cincinnati. Okay. The University of Cincinnati right. had right. a very good defense, and he would not go down. Mm-hmm. He just absolutely shredded that defense. And it wasn't just he was hard to tackle. I mean, he he was hard to bring down for them. He's just he would not. He refused to go down on one on one. He was beating guys on the outside. He was running up between the the tackles. He was absolutely just fantastic. Plus, he's very explosive. He's gonna you know. He'll produce, I think, in the passing game as well. So I, I do like I do like Spears a lot. Um, I think it would be interesting if the Bengals did something like take a defensive back or a tight end here, and then maybe like pair Charbonnet with Spears later. Ooh. You know what I mean? Char- Charbonnet, double dip, think, double dip at running back. Double dip at running back. I think Charbonnet is kind of a lot like Mixon. You know, just he's going to get you four yards of carry between the tackles and then have Spears in there as a change of pace guy, you know, a third down back would be interesting. Giants I like me. I like me some Charbonnet too. Charbonnet is, yeah. he's not, it's weird because some people go, he's not the flashiest guy, but then you look at his highlights, you go, he can be flashy. Oh yeah. You know he, he, he can, he can do, he can do, th- you know, he's, he's fast enough. Uh, he's sub four five. Um, and he, he can catch the ball really well. Yep. He can, I mean, I, I, I like Zach Charbonnet yeah, I a do too. lot. I like him a lot. And I, I think, I think, you know, a lot of people are like, well, second round running back, what, you know, I, I think that late second round for a guy like that is really good value. I think yeah. it's very good value for a guy like that. I do think, and, and I would love to get your opinion on it though, because John and I talked about, you know, Hey, if the thing, I said if the Bengals go running back second round, this this is kind of the doom spell for Joe Mixon immediately this year. Yeah. If the Bengals go second round or earlier, they're not going to go now with Gibbs gone. They're not going to go running right. back in the first round. But if they go second round, I, I think that spells doom for Mixon as the starting running back. But John made a compelling point that even if they go running back 
second round, it may spell doom for Mixon, but not in 23. Right. Or in, it, it could be that could be your rotational guy yeah. this year. Right. And then, you know, in 24, that sort of thing, that becomes the guy. But um, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty excited because it's this is there's some guys I wish they had a chance at coming up here, but um, there are a lot of players, again, with just a small handful of picks left. There, there's a group of players that I think make a lot of sense. So, not not to cut you off, uh, uh, Deontay Banks is gone. The corner. Uh, yeah, he's gone. Uh, Buffalo just traded with Jacksonville to move from 27 to 25. That will probably – I would venture to guess that might be an offensive lineman. I would think so. Um, um, maybe even – well, who's uh, – I don't, I don't know who they're running back would – I can't imagine any running backs going in the first at this point. Now that I could, if if uh, if Jameer Gibbs was still available here, I could see Buffalo taking them. But I don't know what they're going to do now. But as far as players still available, Joey Porter, like I, on big boards, you know, players that have dropped, Joey Porter still available. Uh, Nolan Smith, Michael Mayer, Miles Murphy, um, Dalton King. How do you feel about Brissett? That's a polarizing guy. How do you feel about Brissett? I don't know. I not yeah. enough on him. <laughs> no, right? I know there's not, and, and I, it's not fair to him because a lot of this stuff has I been know. out of his control. Yeah. So I, I hate to, I hate to say that, but I mean that's a guy who's who's been connected to them. Yeah. I know. Uh, gosh, what, who was it? Paul Tony Pauline said Bergeron, the tackle from Syracuse. Was, yeah, I don't get that. that I, I feel that would be a, a a pretty big reach. Sure. Um. Yep, I I see. I I thought Bergeron was more of a guy who'd be available for them at sixty, not twenty eight. I mean, you still right. have Dewan, you still have Dewan Jones and Anton Harrison sitting here ahead of uh, ahead of Bergeron. That's you know. a great point. We're not even talking so, about tackles, and those are two yeah. guys that yeah. Yep. So this will I, be a, to me. This will be a premium position in in the eyes of the Bengals. This will be a corner. Yeah. This will be an offensive tackle. I I as much as I'd like to think tight end they just it's tight end safety offensive guard that's not what they value in the first round they do not value those positions highly um and when they although when they draft them it's it's later right um right so i don't know um so we are so bills are moving up yet somehow they're taking their sweet time even though they moved up seemingly that they know uh, with the uh, so we'll see what what happens here. I got to take a quick break, Jason, just to check on some things. Sure. But um, I want to I want to leave you with this. I, I know you've put out mock drafts and all this, uh, and I'll yeah. be back in just a second. But well, let me tell you real quick. You, you, uh, I, okay, go ahead. Dalton Kincaid. Okay. So and, and you want to know why? Why? Because just a couple picks behind them. Guess who's there? Yep. And I will tell you, and who did they trade up with? Was that they trade that up was, with Jacksonville? Okay. So Dallas is what, two picks away? Because I think Jacksonville was 24. Dallas is next. So Dallas I see Michael Mayer going here. So this is Michael Mayer. So this will, that yep. would leave Joey Porter Jr., potentially, and Nolan Smith right in the lap for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep, one of those two. If, Which if, would be if, huge steals at this point in the draft. It would. I think. Yeah. It would. I, I, I love the sexiness of a of a tight end pick, right? right? I, I mean, I I think with what it does for an offense and this Bengals offense, I, I still think that tomorrow night is when yeah. that position will be, regardless of yep. if those guys were going to be available. And we'll see what happens here, but There's I, a- I think I think you're looking at Sam Laporta, you're looking at the kid from yep. Old Dominion, you're looking you're looking at Musgrave. Right. I think I think those are kind of the guys because the Bengals don't want to feel that their hand is forced, especially in the first round. And that's why they made that late right signing of Irv Smith. They don't want to feel like they're like, I we have to take a tight end here. Right. Right. And I think that quite honestly, I know we talked about the divisional shell game in the in the the chess game, right? Mm-hmm. I, again, I think it's Bills, Bengals, Chiefs in general in the yeah. AFC. And these two, these three teams are kind of positioning themselves to be like, I, yeah. I think the Bengals wanted Dalton Kincaid, so we're gonna yeah. go. We're not gonna take that chance. We're gonna go up and get that guy if yep. we're the Buffalo Bills. 
Yep, all three, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs are on just a different level in the AFC. And they're uh yeah, they're they're jockeying for, for position to put themselves in a position to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I, I know we're a couple picks away. Okay. If Joey Porter Jr. is the pick for the Cincinnati Bengals, I will buy that I I, I <laughs> I uh, oh man, I re- I really want to uh, make sure that his father gets yeah. the Bengals jersey. There so you go. I will yep. do things in my power if he does not, if he is unwilling to wear yeah. a Bengals jersey. I say this tongue tongue in cheek, of course, but uh, if he's unwilling to buy a Bengals jersey, um, I, I would gladly support an endeavor to get him one. If oh that's, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yep, I'd like to see him wear it. Yeah. Um, so do me a favor. I'm going to just step away for just one second. Um, sure. If you wouldn't mind, just kind of talk about, uh, not, not, you know, if you were to say, Hey, I think it's best right now, if the Bengals, this position first round, the way things have fallen out. Sure. Now this position, first round, second round, you know, let's go through, you don't have to go through the whole draft, but let's play out the first three picks right now. I think, if Kincaid is the pick here, I think you probably go and and let's just say Porter's there. I think you would go corner. I think you probably go uh, tight end and then maybe defensive line to yeah. to finish out the, the 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 next couple of nights. That's just me, but I would love to hear your take on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I I definitely think. I mean, they just announced Dalton Kincaid, so that's that's officially done. Um, I'm mad. Uh, Oh yeah, sorry, man. Um, <laughs> That's my guy. Kincaid, I told you, Dalton Kincaid's gone. I would imagine that Michael Mayer goes next to Dallas. I know they like him a lot. Jacksonville, I'm not really sure. But then, you know, if Joey Porter Jr. sitting here, that's a position of need for them for depth. Uh, I absolutely would expect them to take him because that's a steal, in my opinion, at 28. Um, a lot of people had him going or much, much earlier than that. Uh, some I saw some drafts where he was top 10, top 15. Uh, but the fact that he fell to them, that would be huge for them. So as far as tomorrow goes in the second and third round, there's still a lot of tight ends available. Uh, and I absolutely expect that they'll that they'll address those positions or, or address that position. But you would have, uh, let's see, you have Darnell Washington, who could be available. You have um, Sam Laporte, Laporte, like you said. Uh, let's see, Tucker Craft is, would be there. Um Let's see who else. Uh, Tucker Craft. So yeah, Sam Laporta, um, Luke Schoonmaker. So you know, one of those guys will be available at sixty, and then you would think maybe they would address the defensive line or possibly offensive tackle, depending on who's there. Um, no, it just depends. I, I think that they've really done a good job of of letting this draft kind of fall to them. Um, especially, I mean, just it's just going to show with the fact that they're going to get. Uh, a really good corner in the first round, possibly. I mean, we don't know for sure. Um, but I could see a situation where they take Joey Porter Jr. at 28, maybe Laporte, Darnell Washington, someone like that at 60, or they could take a defensive lineman at 60 and then hope that somebody, you know, another tight end, this is a deep tight end class, another tight end falls to them. And I think that's why they signed Irv Smith is so they didn't feel like they were handcuffed to the idea of reaching for a tight end at 28 or having to trade up to grab uh, Kincaid or, or uh, Mayer in the first round. So Dallas got two and a half minutes left, as far as I can tell. I My TV's behind, just like Anthony's was. So let's see. But I know, considering that everyone compares – Michael Mayer to um, everyone compares Michael Mayer to Jason Witten and Jason Witten's Dallas royalty. So if they feel like that's who he is, that's who I'm assuming they're taking. But yeah, as far as comments go, report at 60, if he's available, let's see. I couldn't do Porter. It would feel gross. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting night. But if I had to guess how 
the first two nights will end for the Bengals. Just my own mock draft. I'll say Joey Porter Jr. at 28. In the second round at 60, I'll say Sam Laporta. And then in the third round, which is, I think, 92 or 90, I could see somebody like, let's see, I don't know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We could also see Zach Charbonnet, too, tomorrow. I don't know. I could see a situation where they don't they don't go. I could see where they do uh, Joey Porter Jr. in 28, Charbonnet at 60, and maybe a tight end in the third. Yeah, my my, sh- my shot I call with the running back is that uh, they're going to take one within the first four rounds. I yeah. think, and 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 my additional caveat to that is round two, that's your starter by at yeah. minimum twenty twenty four, right? Round four, that's the complimentary piece that's gonna you're going to renegotiate Mixon's contract, and that's going to be the complimentary piece like a P Ryan was the past handful of years. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I that's kind of, and, and maybe they develop maybe a fourth rounder. If it is a Roshan Johnson, if it is, you know, and, and is he, Abba, Abba, Akana, I, I know, I, 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 I don't yeah, know. I know. <laughs> uh, I, one of those two guys, you know, I, I kind of feel like those are maybe guys, but to me, I think Israel is a guy that goes down on contact sometimes a little bit too early as comparative to a Charbonnet, to right. a um, to a Rashawn Johnson, and I know my guy John thinks that um, Rashawn Johnson is a good fit for the Bengals and what they want to do. Right? I mean, I, right. they they want guys, and I think everybody wants a guy like this, but they want guys that's like first contact, second contact, maybe even third contact. You're breaking that tackle, right? right? Mixing has had incredibly productive years with the Bengals. He's had a lot of insanely awesome games with them. Mm-hmm. But there are times where you go, man, you know, you're 225 and you're built like a brick, you know what house. Right. And somehow somebody's still tripping you up by the ankle when you have an open field. And they need to have guys that's like, hey, you know, we're, we're breaking out of that contact and we're, we're getting, it doesn't necessarily need to be a home run ball, but it needs to be one that's like, hey, you know, something that, nets five yards could and should net 12 to 15 you know right yeah um i think he had i averaged 4.1 yards per carry but i think he only had 700 something yards last year um part of that was what four or five games missed right right four or five games missed yeah right uh it's just it was frustrating to watch him run because there was a game he scored five touchdowns i think there was maybe two receiving touchdowns um but then there's there was games where where like you said that he couldn't get to the outside or and if he did get to the outside he was tripped up or by someone that he outweighed by forty pounds you know what I mean it was frustrating to watch him sometimes. Um, explain your boy's comment here. Explain okay. that. Explain that comment. <laughs> all right, all right. Because I, I kind of like it, but I I, I need more clarification. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Billy Crudup. I think he's one of the greatest actors of all time. Anything he's in, I love. I always talk. Oh, hey, Dallas passed on uh, Mayor. They took yeah, Mazzy Smith. Okay. Uh, anyway, sorry. I'm obsessed. Two, yeah. One pick until the Bengals. Right. And right now, Nolan Smith, right. Joey Porter Jr., yep. and Michael Mayer are all on the board. 
Yep. And then the thing with the Jacksonville being on the clock is they do need a cornerback. So I would. They need be... an offensive tackle as well. They I do. heard their left. They I heard do. not oh, only right. they, uh, yeah. they, they, their left tackle got busted for PED stuff, I guess. Uh, and then they just lost Juwan Taylor, obviously, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. So they might they might go offensive tackle here, especially yep. with Trevor Lawrence. On, <laughs> you know, they they want to protect him, obviously. So, but uh, yeah, the the Crudup thing, I it's a weird thing that I have. That anything with Billy Crudup that I see, I'm like, oh, it's he's it's going to be good because <laughs> Billy Crudup's in it. And and then like he said, he could do anything. He can do anything. He can do action. Remind he can do me. Funny. Billy yeah. Billy Crudup is he the guy? I know he's in Almost Famous. Is he? Yeah. Is he the guy who's in the band, or is he the young guy that follows? The, he's the, the guy. The he's like this the lead singer in the band. I think. Okay, so well, he's the guitarist guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the guy who also plays Doctor Manhattan in Yeah Doctor Manhattan. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, Doctor okay. Manhattan. All right. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Yep. Yeah. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. Okay. But yes, Michael but- Mayer. Not necessarily a household name. No, he's dinner, not. Right? He's a great character actor. Right. And right. Michael Mayer might be the Billy Crudup of tight ends in this. Well, there it is. For I sure. like there it. There you go. I like it. All right. But uh, yeah, I I could I think it's gonna be one of those two guys personally. I th- I'm feeling Joey. Michael Porter Mayer Jr. or Joey Porter. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling Joey Porter yeah. Jr. And I would just. Oh, I don't now, know. Now the the funny thing about it is is so Irv Smith's a little bit smaller of a guy, right? He's got some injury concerns. He, Michael Mayer, in my opinion, compliments Irv Smith much more than Dalton Kincaid would have. Do you agree with that? Say it again. I think Michael Mayer compliments Irv Smith a little bit more than Michael Mayer does. He's more like he's Yeah, I I will say I think Irv Smith, because he's not the biggest guy. Right. He's only, I think, 6'2 plus. And, I mean, it's a big dude. But you know, it's not six five, six six. Um, right. You know, he doesn't get credit for blocking. I think he's willing and pretty able as yeah. a blocker. But I think he is a guy because of the athleticism and and just what he did in college. You go, hey, split that guy out, right? right? And, you know, right. Do, and so maybe then you get okay. Let's get the inline guy and right. mayor um, because the Bengals haven't had necessarily that guy for. I mean, Uzama did a bit of it, right? Right. Hayden Hurst was a guy that just he wasn't even as good of a blocker as Uzama and Uzama that wasn't his strongest point. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I can see what you're saying there, but yeah. Um, think about. I just think th- if, if you're thinking about the value here, though, I uh, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. Think about though an empty set with Burrow and Shotgun with Chase. And then Irv Smith in the slot, Mayer at tight end, Boyd and Higgins. Just who who do you double? Who do you let let be covered by a linebacker? You know what I mean? And also think about it in goal line situations. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. You know, you can you can you can jumbo the box a bit, even put in, you know, an extra tackle. Yeah. And you, you know, you have Mayer in there, maybe even Irv Smith. You know what I mean? Like you can you can kind of play around with that. Formation. The problem is, though, even from Zach Taylor's days with the Rams, tight end wasn't just a, you know, you're not getting a first round tight end right. in the McVay tree normally. Right. right. Um, so that's where you go, man, does that does that kind of play into the formula? Possibly. But also, is it also like, you know, uh, screw the formula. <laughs> Let's yeah. load up on weapons and make sure that we put up because quite honestly, even when you look at the the. the the playoffs the last couple of years when the Bengals either eked by teams or, I mean, points did come at a little bit of a premium in some of those games. Right. So, you know, especially in that, that last Kansas city game where you're like, man, you were just remember they, for us, for a stretch, they were both of those games, they were down by quite a bit of points and then Burrow works some magic and so did chase. And so there, you know, the, the, the rest is kind of written there, but I don't know if you have that extra weapon, that's why I also thought Gibbs would be, Kind of a, yep. you know, a nice spark plug, if you will. Even even right. if again this year he was the complimentary guy behind Mixon, I, I kind of felt like you know at, at twenty eight that that pick makes some sense. So I was um, shocked that Gibbs was taken. That's so, very high by all teams too. The team with the worst defense in the NFL last year. Yeah, I, I guess they're playing as the Lions just are going to score sixty points and they don't have to worry about their defense. Well, apparently, so. Apparently. Uh, hey, they got yeah. Sewell. They got Penny Sewell. That's right. They do have Sewell. Hey, 
Were you? I I don't even know. Were you? Uh, let's let's be honest. I was. Yeah. I was on the fence, but I was leaning a little bit more Sewell at the time between Sewell and Chase, just because of. I'm like, hey, let's build the trenches here. Obviously, I think right. the Bengals made a very wise choice, and I think they couldn't have gone wrong, right? Really, in either way, but they really did right with the chase. Were, were you more at the time? I mean, obviously, hindsight right. is what it is, but at the time, were you more give me Penny Sewell or were you give me give me Chase? So at the beginning, when at the beginning, I was all team Sewell, and the reason is is because I'm very much about you build a team from the trenches out. Right, that's how successful teams build is from the offensive and defensive line out. But eventually, I switched over to Chase, and the only reason is, is because having a, a quarterback wide receiver wide receiver duo that has that um, familiarity with each other from college. I just don't know if we're ever going to see anything like that for a long time. I hadn't seen anything like that, so I, I switched to Chase eventually just because of Burrow's familiarity with chase and the bond they had together and so yeah so that's my okay. story and i'm by a nose by a nose, <laughs> by a nose. Right. Like, right, yeah, yeah all right here comes um, the Jags I mean, selection they made the oh. right pick obviously oh, yeah. i mean I, i've got a carfox carfax carfox <laughs> commercial going on right now so I, I think i might be behind here all right um, jaguars take and so here, here's the thing joey porter jr and michael mayer are available for the Bengals. jaguars take anton harrison and the Bengals are on the clock right now. Bengals are on the clock. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Bengals yep. are on the clock right now. So now they can choose between. So uh, Jacksonville went tackle. I thought yep. that's where they were going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Interesting, interesting set of scenarios for the Bengals. Running back is probably out. Yeah. Tight end, Mayer in the mix. Joey Porter Jr., the corner, potentially in the mix. Um, who else? Who else might we think here? Uh, Smith, Nolan Smith still available. Nolan Smith still available. Brissett Miles still available. Yeah. Miles um, Murphy still there. Miles Murphy still available. Yeah, yeah. Keanu I think I think I think this is going to be a defensive pick. As much as I like Michael Mayer, and you know, you could argue. I, I don't think he was the type top tight end prospect. I I, I preferred Kincaid by a little bit over right. Mayer, but. You could argue that you're you could get at number twenty eight if the Bengals went tight end. You could argue that they have the top player at sure. a respective position yep. at, at the back end of the first round, which is like, wow, you know. Yep. So um, here's here's a question. So I, I don't think I can put comments up on the up on the screen like you can. Um, who's the better? So Jeffrey Turner asked, "Who's the better player?" They said they were going to go best player available. So. In my opinion, well, in your opinion, who Branch? is the best player available? I mean, if you're if you're looking at if you're looking at best player available, um, I mean, Out, outside of Levis. Well, yeah, that's not happening. Right. Um, you could, I mean, you if you look at who's left at the position groups, the tops at the position groups are Branch is the best safety, yep, and, and is the best safety arguably in the draft, right? Yeah. And then oh, yeah. you have okay, Mayor. Well, Mayor's the top player at his position, tight end mm-hmm. in this year's draft. But you go, okay, well, top player at a position that is less of a premium than corner, than tackle, than edge rusher, that sort of thing. So that's where you have to weigh things. I I I personally think Bengals are on the clock right now. Nolan Smith, Joey Porter Jr., Michael Mayer. Um, I think the Bengals probably go with one of the first two I mentioned, which is Nolan Smith or, or Joey Porter Jr. I think they they just value – they haven't gone defensive line in a really long time. I think right. Justin Smith was the last guy that, that went in the first round. But this is essentially borderline second-round pick, and I think also you're going, man, right. Nolan Smith is here. Man, Joey Porter Jr. is here. This is a little too hard to pass up. Um, I see – so the pick is in. It, it hasn't been announced yet, but I personally think quickly it's going to be Porter. Quickly. It's going to be Porter Jr. And the only reason I say that is because it's a position of need. He is one of the best players available for them right now, and they can get a starting tight end tomorrow. Michael Mayer is not necessary right now. Pick is so, in. Yep. So we'll see here. All right, Bengals selection. I, I do not. I'm, I'm blocking. I'm blocking. Okay. The, yep. You. It, I, I need to. 
I need to be surprised. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, I see I see what it is. Uh yeah. you know. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad pick. Uh, he, not a bad he, pick. He, no, he should have been gone long before now, or I would have thought he would have been gone long before now, but it's not what this isn't what I wanted. So, I mean, it's okay. It's good. Well, I let's think talk I, about it. I feel the same way about this that I felt about Dax Hill last year. Is Dax Hill's a great player. He fell to the Bengals. It's a no-brainer take him, but he's not – I don't know what he's going to do this year. And I think Miles Murphy will contribute, but I was really kind of hoping for Joey Porter Jr. or Mayer, someone like that. So, But um, this – I don't think this is like a super sexy pick, but it's a good pick. It's a good pick. It's a good pick – because look, Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson have been taking a lot of snaps the last couple of years, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph Osai, while exciting, a work in progress, right? Yep. And I, I don't mean that as necessarily a slight. We knew he was raw coming out of college. Then he missed his rookie year. So then you're you're going, man, you got you got to ramp up quickly, right? right. Um, this was one of the guys that was connected to them that you felt like, you know, uh, if he was there, that he was going to be on the very short list. And that is, of course, Miles Murphy weighed in at 6'5", 268. Um, here's, here's the thing here. I'm ranked sixth amongst edge defenders in terms of athleticism at the combine. Um, production score just wasn't there. So, again, the athleticism is there. production score is not necessarily uh, 25 reps on the bench press. So a guy that I think he's got all the traits he's got, Oh my gosh. I think there's a, what's, what's that guy? Third down. The guy, the the guy who weighs towel third down. uh, Oh oh yeah. (laughs) um, Miles Murphy is wearing a very similar hat to what what I'm wearing, by the way. Uh, Congratulations to him. I think this is, I think this will be this. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I think we had our, we had our, uh, ideas set on some guys who had fallen a little bit, but this was a guy again, bigger guy. So when you look at Nolan Smith, this this guy has a little bit more of a true build, NFL build, NFL body right now, right? right. A guy that just uh, you know fits fits a lot of what they do, and then had the the good athleticism that they like. So um, you know, uh, I, I think this is a smart pick. I think when you, again, we talked about how Jason, you know, oh, you got to put up points and all this kind of stuff. Well, you're also going up against Justin Herbert, Jamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you're going up against these guys, and you got to get these guys down. And as good as Trey Hendrickson is, as good as Sam Hubbard is, they're taking a lot of snaps, and this is a guy that's got to relieve them. Yep. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of – of premium positions, important positions. All, every, every position in football is important, but the most important position is quarterback. We all know that. Left tackle, your offensive tackles that protect your quarterback are huge. And then guys who can get to the quarterback, who can rush the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a massive, massive position. The fact that he was here, I, I, I didn't think he would be here. So it is it is a good pick. It is a good um, pick. Could be a great pick. But you're right, Trey Hendrickson uh, deserves a break sometimes. You know, Um <laughs> Same uh, goes for, um, same goes for uh, Huber. Same or um, uh, yeah, Huber. Um, just getting those guys. You know, I I don't know what year it was. Uh, maybe around 2015, um, when the Bengals had such a great defensive line rotation that guys like Geno Atkins and guys like that were always fresh. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this, and this is that I said I said something to you earlier, Jason. And this isn't my my being a smarty pants or anything like that. Okay. This is just, hey, it's going to be interesting to see what the Bengals do in this year's draft. Is it production? Is it athletic profile on the right. side? Check it out. Yep. Here you go, right here. Look at the RAS score right here. Yeah. Uh, and there, there it is. And yep. that's that's what's been winning the day the last so when the Bengals in the first couple of years of the Zach Taylor era when they filled out needs they got the high picks and they nailed these picks 
this is what they're banking on. They're yep. banking on size. They're banking on speed. Look at the look at the forty yard dash, dude. I mean, this is a this is a dude who's almost two seventy. Yeah. Um. And, and and so you know when you look at when you look at the RAS, and I think that was a little bit of a a, a mistype right there, by the way, with the nines across the board there. But oh, nine point yeah. seven one is the is, is the RAS score. I'm assuming that's that's accurate. I at least I hope. I know he's a busy guy tonight, Kentley Platt. But this is a guy though that fills out the athletic profile that the Bengals are looking for. And I think that that screams Zach Taylor, that screams Duke Tobin. And, you know, when, when you have the needs fulfilled at starting right. positions, then you go, Hey, if we're going to ask you to be a backup, a rotational guy to start with, let's get, let's have the athletic profile to build upon the foundation to build upon. And then let's go from there. Right. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. That's the nice thing is they, they already have that foundation. Now they're just, picking guys that can help, you know, or picking guys who will slot in in the future. Um, I did see uh, Kurt Rowe just said the sad thing is that Porter will go to the Steelers at 32, and that's that's very possible, which, I, oh God. which is sad. I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. That's for sure what's going to happen. I would think so, yeah. Um, that's for sure what's going to happen. Here's the other thing to think about. I know people are like, what about running back? What about tight end? What about – I, I still think there's a Jonah Williams trade that can get you potentially a night two pick, but definitely some stuff, and, you know, and I, not that I want to see him move. I would love to see Jonah Williams play right tackle for this yeah. team, but it's just, I, I don't know that it's in the cards. So um, at any rate, look, I mean, I, I don't mean, I did not mean to sound disappointed in the pick. I think there were a couple of like kind of more guys that were falling. We go, oh, you yeah. kind of fall in love with a couple of those players. This is a solid pick. If the RAS score that we posted earlier is indeed accurate, which we think it is, yeah. that that points to a lot of different things as to why this pick makes a lot of sense for the Bengals. You know, it's one of those things where I, I think that we fell in love with certain guys that we had. Uh, there's Brian Bressy, by the way, just went to the uh, to the uh, Saints at 29. But um, yeah. I think it's one of those things where you have your mindset on certain guys because you think it'll go a certain way. You know what I mean? I didn't. I certainly didn't expect Michael Mayer to be available at thirty. You know, I didn't think he'd be available at twenty-eight. So uh, the fact that he's still here is is kind of nuts. So things just fell in a way where this super athletic defensive end that they that nobody thought would be there just kind of fell into their lap. It is a very good pick. I I I don't want to say that I was disappointed. I think I was more surprised, shocked. You know what I mean? One of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, yeah. So Bressy goes at 29. Now you got Philly and Kansas city. So I, um, I do, I do think that this was largely going to be pegged as a pick, um, for the defense, unless, you know, I, I, I really, they weren't going to take a wide receiver. They weren't going to take probably not a running back unless Gibbs fell. Maybe, um, they were not going to take, you know, a quarterback, obviously, maybe offensive tackle. I mean, it was basically offensive tackle and tight end for the most part. Right. For but defensive defensive tackle, edge rusher, cornerback, all of those players were were kind of in in play here. And I I want to share this. I, I wonder if I can share this. Um, this goes back a couple of years, but let me see if I can. You know what? I'm going to share it here. Um, you want to talk about another guy, you know, some people are like, well, what about Joseph Osai? And yeah, I, I, I understand that. And I, I agree that he's a guy that you want to develop, but let's look at this one. This was from May of 21 when the Bengals, I believe picked Joseph Osai back then. And if you look at it here, let's see if this will load up here. My computer's going a little slow. Look at the RAS yeah. on that one. Very so similar. this is again this this is the profile this this is the profile this is the profile that the Bengals are looking at here yeah. in terms of defensive end and what they what they want to get out of it. Yep, yep. They're looking for athletes, which is I mean that's you know Lou Anarumo has a type. Um, I'm excited to see how he. Uh, I'm excited to see how he uses Murphy. You know. Um, yep. I could see situations too where Huber slides inside in obvious passing situations and plays from defensive tackle position, you know, instead of defensive end and Murphy's on the outside. You know, they you can't have too many guys who who can rush the passer. That's just a fact. Yep. 
especially when you're now. So now they got, now they got Aaron Rodgers are going to have to deal with. Now you got Mm -hmm. uh, Lamar Jackson, who we know will be back. You have to deal with twice a year, Um, twice a year. Yep. Uh, Pick it who can move. Pick it who can move. Deshaun Watson who can move. And then you're going to have to deal with Mahomes. I think they play in the regular season this year, right? They do. Yep. Yeah. And then hopefully in the playoffs. They will 100% play each other in the postseason. Yeah. And then uh, Allen, who can move? Josh Allen. Yep. Josh Allen. Herbert. uh, Herbert. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, you can't have too many guys who can make a Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, who can move. Yeah. Yep. So you have, uh, you have a lot of guys who can now pressure a quarterback. Uh, and that's, and that's, Priceless. Here's also the right thing. Now. Totally. Here's also the thing. I didn't mean to cut you off, but here's also the thing. The Bengals in the, in the first couple of years of the Zach Taylor regime kind of did some tweener guy. You know, they had um, Renell Wren and they had yeah. uh, White Hubert and they had, um, you know, uh, Khalid Kareem and, you know, guys that were kind of those tweener guys, but you felt like, hey, you know, there's some upside here. This right now, though, you go, hey, we have – a first round pick, a big athleticism profile here as a backup to a yeah. pro bowler right. and a guy who should be a pro bowler or just a solid guy every year, right. year in, year out. And Sam Hubbard, we have Joseph Osai waiting in the wings and we have this guy waiting in the yep. wings. And you go, you know, I know that's, I know a lot of people are like, what about now? What about now? And I get that, but right. this is a team that's that's been to the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship the past two years. They're right. built. They need to they need to start thinking about the future and or rotational guys as as of right now, especially considering they're about to make Joe Burrow the highest paid player in NFL history, and they may not have the money to be doing what they've done over the last few years in free agency. I mean, they've gotten they've spent a ton of money. They've gotten guys. Um, well, I mean, this year just Orlando Brown Jr. and then before that, you know, you have DJ Reader, you have Mike Hilton. Um, yeah, Chidobe Awuzie, guys like that. I mean, how many once they sign Burrow, and if they're able to extend Higgins as well, how many more free agents are they going to be able, be able to bring in? You know, so grabbing a guy to possibly replace Hendrickson or someone like that—it's it's huge. It's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got kids yelling. I've got all kinds of stuff going. It's the only on. bit, that's I, the only thing with with you on the Pacific time zone. I mean, like. So Your kids have been asleep for like three yeah, three asleep. hours, probably. Yeah, they're yeah. asleep. So, well, but, this little guy that you hear yelling, I had him yeah. asleep because oh, okay. he didn't nap today, and yeah, then all sure. of a sudden he's like, "Oh, I just decided to nap one hour at six p.m." And sure. So now he's he's yeah, wired, he's, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, dude, did you have an espresso at dinner? What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's like, give me a break. Um, yeah. But hey, man, uh, what would you give? Let, let's get out of here in just a minute. What would you give sure. this? What would you give this pick grade wise? B plus. Yep. B plus. I think I think it's it's maybe it doesn't address a need that they have right now. Like, well, you can't really say that corners a need right now, a future need. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't fit that that uh, you know they need a tight end. Doesn't do anything like that. But I'd give it a B plus. I think it's a priority position, an edge rusher. You know, uh, I'm sure he'll be of use this year next year and beyond so I, I, I say b plus right now yeah I, you know again you gotta expectations have to be altered right, right. i mean you have to yeah this isn't like oh man we need you know we need a joe burrow and a t higgins like a couple of years ago you have to understand that this is a team that's just like man we've done what we've needed largely yeah. in free agency we've drafted the way we yep. needed to draft and that's kind of the way it is so i i'm in agreement with you i there was a, a couple of players that would have really thought hard about and maybe they did yeah. uh, but based on based on the, the the amount of time or lack thereof it took for them to make the pick i think this was a guy they really yeah. really liked if that athleticism profile holds up in terms of the ras and everything I, I think this makes a lot of sense i think this makes a lot of sense definitely long term a little bit short term but you know you do have your edge defenders potentially of the future in osai and this right. kid um you know when yeah. when things turn the page yeah I absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I think it's a good, solid, smart pick. Maybe not a sexy pick, not mm-hmm. a pick that all the fans are super happy about, but one of those picks where in a year from now, all the fans are like, "Oh, thank God we got that guy." Yeah, you know what I mean? low, and, uh, low and away, eighty-seven yeah. mile an hour exactly. fastball. Right? Exactly. Boom, you know? Yep. Uh, I love love doing a baseball metaphor on a football yeah. podcast. There you go. That is what it is. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Number one. 
for those who have not watched three and out, which I think most of you have go check that out. Number two, the intro that we did the last couple of shows for this draft weekend, we'll, and we'll continue to use this draft weekend. That's because of this guy over here, Jason, yeah. there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. He does a lot of stuff on cincyjungle.com and I don't give you enough kudos, my man, but, uh, I appreciate what you do. I appreciate you coming on this show. I know it's late for you. Well, God, you're you're getting close to midnight, my friend. I am. Um, I am yes. But I appreciate you. I, I, I you know, I, I just want to publicly acknowledge everything that you do for uh, for this show, for this channel, and for Cincy Jungle. And I appreciate that, man. Well, I appreciate your appreciation. Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you. They, hey, they, and thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I no, uh, no. Anyone who's going, and we're gonna we're gonna do more this weekend, yeah. right? I mean, yep, we've got absolutely. more in store. I'll be around. Yep. Anybody who will let me talk about my favorite team to the masses, spread my BS opinions, I'm all for it. Very excited. Well, you're good at it. I appreciate well, you. And I know, um, you know, I know our, our listeners appreciate it. And so we will continue to bring a lot of different stuff on this channel on cincyjungle.com. I'm sure uh, we've got some other writing things to do coming up oh, yeah. here. I haven't even caught up on that yet, but uh, Hey, we, we, we've been doing this sort of thing and keeping you hopefully entertained on this show. I know yep. there's a lot of different options, great options out there for Bengals podcasts and everything, but we appreciate you tuning in live and tuning in after the fact. And that can be had on YouTube, Facebook, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google podcasts, iHeartRadio, all of the major ones were there. Yep. Go check us out. Jason, I appreciate you, my man. And Absolutely. Uh, we'll be back probably tomorrow night to uh, talk more yep. about what the Bengals did. I, I don't want to say didn't do, but what they right. did uh, <laughs> in the draft. I'm actually more excited about, and I think I, I felt Tomorrow's my favorite all. night. Yeah. Second and third round's my favorite night, but I'm, I'm especially excited about it because I didn't think the Bengals would get a tight end this year or in the first round because I didn't think Kincaid or Mayor would be available, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of talented tight ends available tomorrow, and I'm excited to see what they do. So yeah, that's what I think. It I think tomorrow's going to be offense. I think. It, yeah. Oh, if you're yeah. asking me right. I think if you're asking me right now, running back and tight end. That's yep. where they're going tomorrow. Can you imagine Charbonnet and Laporta in second, third? Oof, nice. Ooh. Paired with a nice. paired with a good edge rusher that never should have been available at 28. Oh man. Yep. I like Super it. Bowl. Bring the Lombardi. <laughs> hey, take care, man, and we'll yep. catch up tomorrow. Sounds good. All right.